0: This is a Rooster Teeth production.
1: Hi, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Barbara.
2: I'm Barbara. I'm Barbara. <laughs>
3: I'm Barbara.
1: <laughs> and I'm Barbara.
3: I was I was contemplating saying my real name, but I was like, you know what? Nah. I you, you made don't the don't. right choice in the end. Yeah. That's true.
1: I'm joined by, of course, Gavin, Blaine, and Joe. Great group of people. I'm the one and only Barbara, and I always will be. Thank you for being here today.
0: You, you got it. I wore my Hawaiian shirt in honor of Gus. Someone's got to do it on this podcast, and it's going to be me.
1: R- rest in peace, Gus.
0: Well, don't say that, because if he dies, it's going to be really <laughs> shitty.
2: That's, that's
1: true. <laughs> what if he died <laughs>
0: No.
2: <Right
1: on. laughs>
2: Would you feel guilty?
1: No, because it wouldn't be my fault. Well. Unless he was listening to the podcast while driving a car, <laughs> and then like got so distracted by my joke that he crashed. <laughs> then yes, I might feel a little guilty. <laughs> What's up, fellas? How was your weekend?
3: Jesus, it was good. Are, have you seen Nope? No, everyone's been talking about Nope, but I haven't seen it you yet. Saw Nope. I saw Nope. nope.
1: I saw Nope. Yep.
3: Not Spoil crazy it. about it.
1: I uh, didn't like it.
2: Spoil it all of it. No, oh. no. I, I want people to oh, so see it. No, Kat, no I would it. it. Or like you saw it, but did you like it? Sorry.
3: Yeah, I thought it was all right. It, uh, it wasn't as good as Get Out, in my opinion. Okay. I, uh, I heard it was very confusing. I don't or think like the directing was really odd. I'd say visually I immense.
2: Yeah. yeah. Very okay. good looking. Sounded. Okay. Pretty. But as a story, I didn't find it that interesting. And uh, I thought Get Out was a lot better.
1: Yeah, I I could see why people would enjoy it, and I also like I never like to yuck on anyone's yum. So like, if people enjoyed that movie, I'm not saying because I didn't that they're wrong or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not like some people we know. Um, <laughs> not going to name Shamed. any names. There's some people who are just so very like set in their ways when they think a movie is bad. They're like it is bad. Anyone who enjoyed it has bad taste. Yeah, I'm like, no, it's I, bad, I just and you should feel it.
0: bad for thinking it's good.
1: Right, that kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I didn't like it. Trevor did, which is very rare. That we both feel differently about a movie.
0: Eric's been trying to get me to get to see Am- Ambulance. One more time. Ambulance. Am- it's the Michael Bay.
2: Ambulance oh, rules. Ambulance.
4: You can ask Gavin. Ambulance yeah, I went. Rules.
2: Um, didn't, didn't find the unbeatable combo, but we, we saw Ambulance. You will
4: never uh, find the unbeatable combo. However, Ambulance, worth your time.
3: Is it better than Transformers? Yes.
4: <laughs> Keep asking. <laughs> why, why is that the comparison? Michael Bay. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like Uh,
3: vehicle movies. Is it better than Marvel, Avengers? Yes. What else? And War. Yes. uh, And game.
4: Yeah.
1: What's your favorite movie, Eric?
4: Ambulance. (laughs) 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 My favorite movie is Major League, but I think Ambulance might be number two. That movie's insane.
0: Mm. I I feel like the trailer, you don't need to see it. You know? Like, I know what happens.
4: Blaine, as you said to me earlier today, you shouldn't look at the marketing material that's made by a separate company and judge the movie by the marketing material. My biggest As you story, said with No. Nope. You think Bay didn't get a sign-off? Oh, I think he absolutely did. I'm just throwing it back at Blaine what he told me
0: earlier. He, we were working out this morning, and, oh. I, and I said, the thing that upset me the most was about Nope, which I thought was a fantastic film, and I loved it to death, was that a lot of people are like, it didn't live up to my expectation after I saw the trailer. And I was like, don't fucking watch the
1: trailer. I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah? And I... Still hated it. <laughs> I, I knew it was about, like, I knew what it was about, uh-huh. roughly, but I just felt like there was a lot of things I was waiting it to happen and never happen, or like the something i loved about get out it, and even us to a degree <clears throat> with jordan peele is he's so good at crafting a story that makes you question a lot of things and all of a sudden things start to click and things like realizations start to happen and mm. like there's big climaxes and stuff like that i felt like there was never really that moment with nope
0: they didn't all fit in together piece just like yeah. the
1: reveals were kind of lackluster to me and mm. like a little expected like it didn't nothing blew me away there
2: were some things that just didn't have a payoff Right. But I guess that's realistic. I mean, not everything in life, when you prepare for something, you don't always use it. It's but true. But that was like a bit where he like made a thing. Right. Like, But it was like, did we see that again? Like, what was that about? I don't know if we did. What was that? What did He, he make, made, a he, he like, mm, with okay.
3: like a, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> that, like, the I'm going to go watch Nope. I'm going to go oh. watch Nope. I'm going to look for this. You're just going <laughs> to look
2: for this. That was
0: because he was, he was making that as a result of how that one experience went earlier in the film, God, I'm trying to talk vague. Yeah. So that for people in, I
2: get that. Like, that's how he like made that realization. Well, but like- that thing made him have a click moment where he was just like, it's like Jimmy Neutron. He have like already seen yeah. the flashback. To that I moment. also felt yeah. the
1: pacing, especially the first half of the movie. was Very slow mm-hmm. and a little boring in my opinion. And I felt like, sorry, I'm complaining about this movie so much. You should still go see it. It's
2: great. You should see it. Um, absolutely. It was good at building tension, I, I think.
1: felt like a lot yeah. of the characters, especially um, the main actor, Daniel um, – what's his last name? K- Kaluuya? Kaluga? Yeah. K- Sorry if I mispronounced that. He is fanta- a fantastic actor, but I felt like he never really had a distinct <laughs> emotion in that movie. Like I could never tell how he was feeling, and even in, in like really intense moments, he didn't really – Portray that kind of emotion.
2: I, I. Yeah, but I feel like I've met, I've met people like that. That's yeah. Like, yeah, that dude that's that's just
0: that's like quite realistic in some people. He rings like people, in, like even in my family, and also he seemed like he was going for like young Keith David, who plays his dad. And when I saw Keith David, not knowing Keith David was in it, I fucking lost it. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, that dude rocks. Keith uh, David
2: up on his horse.
0: Yeah, cowboy Keith David. I also saw it with Alfredo and Jackie, and they are just like they get so amped on horror. And like they're like the only other two people that love the thing as much as I do. So it was just such a great audience to be around because they were just like they were fucking what the it whole horror?
3: Time. Uh horror, scary, thriller. Yeah, Michael was talking to me about it and he was like, it was more thriller. Yeah, I didn't think it was horror. scary. But he, he also like, said that Stephen Yoon came back as a it was like a portrayed as like a little kid mm-hmm. in like a TV, and he said it looked like me. And I saw the <laughs> picture and I was like, I was like, that is eight-year-old Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I took off my glasses. I took off my glasses and, I, and, and he was like, yeah, it does like you. I was like, well, there's, hold on, there's something wrong with the nose. And he has like a little pig nose. So technically I, I was in that movie.
1: I want you to recreate the scene. that I have no idea kids.
3: what the scene is. You just yeah, showed we'll, me pictures. picture. To the best view under ability. a table. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was just. It looked scared. It was just. Wow. <laughs> like, Wait, move your microphone. And
0: oh, oh. oh. Like you're hiding real yeah, Now we, putting... we need a side by side.
1: Uncanny. <laughs>
3: Uncanny. Uncanny. I had no idea what that scene was, but no idea what the scene was. Are you got to see the movie. I I want to, but I keep hearing really mixed reviews. Oh, I'm you like, should see I it. Just I just watch it. I shouldn't watch it. 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 Like
1: uh, it was a perfectly entertaining and interesting movie. I just I think my expectations were high with Jordan Peele.
3: Uh, I did hear similar things though that like it, the the pieces didn't really match. Like it was it kind of felt like it was all over the place hmm. in a sense. So. I want to watch it just because there's so much hype around it and of course like Jordan Peele's movies are, have always been good so I just want to see it because of that. Maybe
0: it just like fulfilled a bunch of niche things that I really like in a movie like it had aliens that's great it had like a really cool stoic character they did a here's the plan montage and I am a fucking sucker for that stuff like anytime it's like this is how we're going to rob this bank and then they have a map and all this stuff like I, I go crazy for that yeah, stuff. The,
1: the, the ending scene was pretty cool Yeah, the with the big plan happening.
0: Yeah and then like yeah, I am again trying not to spoil anything. Did
3: you guys see Thor? Yeah, no,
0: nope.
1: oh, I haven't a movie. seen Thor. I
3: was gonna go watch it on a release weekend, and then boom, COVID. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> boom, death. You boom. And so
1: many other people now. There's a, I mean, COVID's sweeping through the world again, as it has been for the last three years, I guess. As is
0: monkeypox. <laughs> I really hope that that's not like the next thing that we're gonna have to like fucking deal with. I think, didn't they
1: just declare it a it's uh, like state of emergency kind of yeah, situation like
3: emergency, I don't know. or whatever it's there a vaccine sort of for that one. Mm-hmm. There, is. There, there is a vaccine for the monkey. Yeah, one, there but is. It is very Uh, it's very limited because there hasn't been an outbreak like this in a very long time. So yeah. I didn't manufacture that many.
0: I managed to get an indecently early vaccine for COVID whenever that happens. And uh, I remember telling Armando Torres about it and he's like you bitch you cut the line in front of so many people what are you a frontline comedian he just like grilled me and made me feel <laughs> so fucking bad uh i regretted that so much and then i told my therapist and he's like no if you're gonna get a fucking fight tooth and nail to get a vaccine as soon as you can
2: yeah what'd so you I do like, like stand in front of some old woman like what are you
0: no. no, there was like in in stand in front of some
2: old woman there, there was, like no. a, <laughs> he was like ah,
0: me there was like a a, a, a health portal true. Where it's like you could sign up to get it. And it, it opened up, and then I signed up and just kind of assumed that they, like the story that was going around was they had a surplus. And then as the date approached, it was like, oh no, there was a flaw in the system. And I was like, well, I'll see if it maintains and I'll see if they'll cancel uh. my appointment. They didn't cancel my appointment. I went in. And I was like the most jacked, healthy person in there amongst a bunch of old people. <laughs> and I was
1: like,
0: shoot
3: me up, babe. <laughs>
1: It's a bunch of, like, very sick and elderly people coming in. The fuck out of the way, Grandma! <laughs> like, comes in lifting weights. He, he, he takes
3: the takes the walker out from yeah. underneath there and starts curling. It's like, yeah! yeah. 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 I get three. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh It's just... I feel like everyone I know has got it at this point.
3: Yeah. Monkeypox? Not monkey. <laughs> God, I hope not. Monkeypox is actually spreading pretty bad from what i heard. And apparently
0: so. it's horrendous. <laughs> is yeah. it, is it like, is it transmitted through touch or it's is aerosols, it's touch?
1: It's typical touch. Um It's
0: all the things we feared COVID was. And then we ended up finding out it was just mostly air stuff. It's mm-hmm. yeah. like that, but worse. It's also,
1: it could be apparently transferred um, in some cases via like fabric. So if you cool. put a jacket yeah. on that someone was wearing, who had it, it could be transferred like on your skin that way.
0: I just pray that this isn't one of those like, really bad moments where you could go back and watch this podcast and be like, Oh, how little they knew! Like, I mean, it is.
2: (laughs) is. Stop. Okay, okay. That's what this podcast
0: for. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's like a time capsule for all the dumb fuck things that we're thinking in the moment.
4: That's just why. And then people go, look at these eight things that they got wrong. (laughs) Imagine recording yourself for ninety minutes once a week, where you just had to fill time, and then having the audacity to go to people and be like, "Can you believe they were wrong eight times?" (laughs) Dude, awesome.
1: (laughs) you for the fucking choir man. Yeah, dude. I've been wrong on so many things, but also like, yeah, because you're talking for 2 hours a week every single week about whatever.
2: I mean, a lot of life get it wrong. is being wrong. Right. <laughs> you can't and learning. you're not gonna nail life. it is a lesson.
1: I still remember back in Constant like I think lesson. it was either January or February of 2020. When we were talking about COVID and we're like, ah, uh, it's like the, it's like a cold, like yeah. it'll be fine. And then Gus is like, come to RTX. I'll spit in your mouth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> RTX did not happen for two no. years. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I like moments like that. I mean, it's all just like reflective of the time, isn't it? Like that's sort of how the media was around that time of like,
1: yeah, yeah. it's just a and cold. And it was like.
2: Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And we were like Ooh. reporting that
3: it was like, oh, you know, it was the B strain of the of the flu that came around early this year, not the A strain or whatever it was. And yeah, I was like uh, it's not entirely true. Just uh, a, you
1: know, people learn things as things change and yeah. information comes Influenza to light. Like...
3: COVID. It's still,
0: I'm still thinking so to back to uh, like the week that we were going into lockdown, and I think we like came in for one last day of filming mm-hmm. before, and there was this thing that we shot where it was me wrestling Chris while he was trying to do. Like, uh, what's, what's Yeah, Charades. Yeah, And, uh, I had, like, had wrestled him with my shirt off, and then you can see me in the background one shirt wiping my body with Lysol wipes, like that was going to do anything. Yeah. Because we just didn't know. (laughs) Well, I still
1: remember, I didn't want to touch anyone because of that, and I was wearing gloves because I didn't want to touch anyone, but the only gloves I had were, like, those, like, winter, like, little mittens. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just, like, doing charades with these things on.
0: (laughs) It's so stupid.
1: How little we knew. I also remember back in, I think it was like a podcast in 2012, we were talking about the word selfie and we're like, that's so dumb. That'll never catch on.
0: Oh God. Now it's literally like programmed, like official, like selfie cam.
2: Now it's like,
1: instead of the word photo, people are like, can we take a selfie? I think the question
2: I asked was, is it selfie like self or is it selfie like cell phone? Cell
1: phone. Yeah. Like (laughs) C-E-L-L.
3: You got me we thinking. He his head back. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's,
2: he's like, huh? We made a, we made a show last week.
1: Yeah, you did. Um, I guess we could talk about it now cause you guys are done filming, but, uh, we can't really
2: talk about any of it. No, either. but I mean, but like we made it.
1: I think last week we didn't want to mention that you guys were filming in case like it became obvious <clears throat> that someone was streaming yeah. or doing something at a time when they should have been filming. I don't know. I was paranoid that it would somehow slip. It's
0: a fucking blast. Like summer camp. Like, I mean, should we can we talk about it? You
1: filmed Survive Block Island, yeah. season 2, Meltdown.
0: Yeah, Meltdown. Whee! Coming out in September. Yeah, um, it was
1: it was Blaine, Gavin, Meg, Andrew, Michael, Blizz Bear, uh Little Jack, Lex, Jack, L- Little Lexi, Fuya, Fuya, Blessing. Blessing, John Holland, Lindsay, Lindsay Washburn. And that's
0: it. I and think that's some it? dickhead named trevor
1: trevor colin mm.
0: <laughs> No, i hate that guy i remember you guys talking about after y'all had filmed that like you were pretty new to the company and had it interacted with like john mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. but then you guys suddenly bonded after like <clears throat> around a week of filming and yeah. stuff like that yeah
3: it was cool um basically everyone in that uh <clears throat> in the first season i didn't know except for who was an achievement hunter um and so, even that it was like, like and barely. even then it was like very fresh. Like I didn't know them like on a personal level, really. It was like, you yeah. know, oh I'm new to I'm new to achievement hunter. These are my new coworkers, you know, like these are my new friends, and I haven't really interacted with them too much. So it was kind of cool because it was like I think all those people, I bonded with them in Minecraft yeah. over anything else. <laughs> and yeah. then I finally got to meet them like weeks or months later after that. It's um,
0: I'm so excited to watch it back because it's basically like you know Andrew Panton and have known him for years. This is like my first time ever interacting with Andrew Patton, and all of our stuff is filmed. Like, you get to see the growing of Andrew and Patton and I's relationship, and it's just—it's so fucking yeah. weird. If any of it makes the cut. True. Yeah. No. <laughs> there's. I mean. I mean. We are filming hours of content, mm. so who knows what's gonna.
2: I mean, it's gonna be yeah, a whole library. Yeah. Yeah. You, you sort of you make it, and you think, man, we could we could make like a half an hour episode just out of the stuff I did this episode. Oh, it's I like, know. But there's like two teams and like people everywhere it's like i'm just hoping i get some screen time here and there <laughs> yeah. i think
1: yeah that that's something that is such a shame because obviously to get more footage edited you need like more editorial resources mm-hmm. behind stuff which costs money and blah 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 but man i wish there could just be like A series page uploaded just for like bonus content from Block Island. Raw
0: Block Island.
1: Just like conversations or just like funny moments that happen that will never make the final cut. There's
0: moments like we get these exploratory periods where we go out and try to find like, you know, uh, totems or we can like build base or just do kind of chores and stuff. And you don't know if you're out there alone or what and stuff like that. But then you'll see like a little pebble move on the ground and it's someone walking and filming you, but they're invisible. Yeah. So then you're like, ah, you're like more performative. (laughs) There's this whole thing It was the exact same thing, Gav. Like I had this huge, elaborate, stupid fucking thing happen. And I was like, I hope that makes the cut. And if it doesn't, it's funny to me, but no one else will see it.
2: It's really interesting the way the proxy chat works. And how freaking alone you feel if you just walk away from everyone. Yeah. Like you can actually did get it, lost. Did, did it, it actually
3: work for you guys?
2: Yeah. yeah. Did it not for you?
3: The, no. So we we got proxy chat and then it broke a million times.
1: Uh-huh. The first day of filming it. I, yeah. That's why <laughs> it took so long to start for us mm-hmm. was like proxy chat kept breaking. So they had to manually do it mm-hmm. for us.
3: Oh. Like it
1: moved us channel to channel based on like who was near who. Interesting. So oh, it's a, a lot of work for the, the
3: team. It works really well for I, us. Well, Oh,
0: man, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I'm going to be very vague with who and what and any of this stuff, but there was a moment with the proxy chat where I was mining. I was like several feet underground some people, and I could hear them and then I started being, just trolling them <laughs> because like they're like <laughs> Where is Blaine? And then I'm just like, Ooh, where am I? And I'm just like, I'm under, literally underneath them and they don't know. Oh, that's so funny. It's just, oh my God. It's so much fucking fun.
2: Yeah, I had some moments where I would like wander off and you could just hear if I'm getting more quiet. And you like, <laughs> oh, I am on know own I am now. But then, and then you see like the little, the cameraman footsteps. Yeah. And then sometimes you'll just be like off on your own and it's just like, oh, I don't, where did I come from? Hello? Yeah. And It's like no footsteps <laughs> around and you're just like, I genuinely feel lost.
1: Did I tell you what happened to me in uh, season one where I started going the wrong way by myself? So I was off, like, talking to people, and I was like, I'm going to go find this, like, other person. Uh And I started walking, but I'm terrible with direction, especially in video games. And so I just started, like, going to the opposite end of the beach. And I was walking, and all of a sudden, I get slapped. Like, my character gets hit and, like, gets knocked back. And I go, that was weird. And I keep going, and it happens again. And I go, Huh. And then I turn around and start going the other way. It turns out it was Trevor was like, <laughs> It was, like, a cam me. And he just, like, slapped me because he's like, you're just going to run to the end of the beach and, like, funny. not get content here. So Wasn't, yeah. wasn't
3: there a part – I think it made it to a final cut. Wasn't there a part where you were talking and then you, like, you went the wrong direction and then you, and then you realized you were alone. You are like, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I don't know if that was oh, – was that it was in the final is – that isn't that the one that
1: – So it it's been, been a out for one. a while now, but essentially yeah. one of the, like – It was when it was me, Joe, Alfredo and John left in the game Uh and we got back after just voting someone out and we're like, all right, well, I guess we're all going to split off and talk now. And then John and Alfredo go off and talk and I go, hey, Joe, you want to talk to me?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, guys? Guys? <laughs> Anyone? And you're like <laughs> you were just nowhere. You yeah, just like you, left. You were just standing there like spinning around in a circle. You were like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: very sad. I'm trying to comb through non-spoiler things, and I don't think this will make any sort of cut, <clears throat> but there's a moment where uh, you know, I'd i get in a boat and I'd go exploring, and I was out in the water, and as I'm swimming. I start to hear Michael off in the distance, and I realize that I'm rowing past an interview area. So I see like <laughs> camera crew lights and Michael's little avatar, and I'm just going like, in the I background. really, I hope that's I in the hope background. You're in the background. <laughs> that's, that's so. so, fun. so and funny. I was just like, oh.
3: It <laughs> seems like they learned a lot for season two, like from season one, because not only did you guys. Film it really, you know, filmed it last week, but it's also coming out pretty fast compared to how it was season one, where I think it took them like four months. We filmed in January. We should
0: never end making this show. There should always be a dedicated crew making Survive Block Island. It is so much, like, it is by far our best content. Please go watch season one. I I watched it just to catch up because you have been pushing me to watch it. And, like, I saw the RTX panels fucking packed, and I guess I just didn't quite get the hype. And then I watched episode one. I was like, this is fucking great. Yeah. Did you watch
2: the whole thing or just episode one? No, no, I watched the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And you did too. I did. I think, right, yeah. I think a lot of people to prepare for filming this season just kind of watch the first season yeah, if they yeah. didn't like, already.
2: You would have been foolish not to. Yeah. I want to go back.
3: I want to go back to Block Island. Awesome. Now that I've been here and I know people and like, yeah. I've built those relationships, I feel like it could be so much fun. a completely different dynamic. It. Yeah, it'd be yeah. very different. Just- I don't
1: know if I'd ever want to do it again. You said not, that to me the other that's day. That's not be- like I had a fantastic time filming that mm-hmm. show. I think like we all did. Everyone who, who was in it loved it. But. God, it is so stressful, mm. and like not stressful in a way like a normal show we would film is. It's like socially stressful, yeah, of just like having to fly to people well, or like play mind games and.
0: It's like playing Among Us over the course of you know <laughs> ten hours a several day, several <laughs> hours a day, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's fuck. It just really takes a toll on you, and yeah, I had bad sleep at times, you know, because I was just like just thinking about you know what other people were thinking and what I was going to do and all. Yeah.
2: So yep. yeah, ahead, I was sleeping like shit. The, the last two <laughs> the times I was in it, I was so tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just because of like the long days and the stress yeah. that comes with it. And I just know. like
2: not being able to wind down as much as normal. Like you just get home and you're just like,
1: <sighs> well, you're thinking like, about what so happened. Everything like, you did. What does this
2: mean for the
3: game?
1: I know that was me. Basically, whenever I was not filming, I was thinking about what to do the next day. I don't know about you.
3: Mine mine was filled with running upstairs and telling telling Destiny what was going on. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, you'll never believe what happened. Yeah. This is crazy. This is a crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And so she was like, she got like a front row seat to seeing everything. And then so also, but seeing how much stuff got cut out too was like, oh my God. Because you didn't realize all the other stuff happening on the on the other teams. Oh, I know. And so when you put it all together, it's like, oh, this is juicy.
1: There's a whole there was a whole thing of us talking about French fries and mayo. Yeah. That like got completely, obviously, got cut from the show. Yeah. But
3: but it left my it, so I mean I think we talked about it on the panel. I think we were there, but the Something, entire yeah. the entire bit was I got betrayed because me and Fredo were talking final four like yeah I can't wait to get back home you know get back you know uh, to to the states and get off this island <laughs> I can, I was like I can't wait to eat French fries and mayonnaise and then Alfredo just takes a, a long pause and is like what what did you just <laughs> say yeah. I was like Fren- French fries and mayonnaise he was like. What are you? And I was like, is that not normal? And he was like, I gotta go. And he just laughed. Yeah, but then
1: he went off to like me and yeah. asked the and question then... and went to John and started talking about French fries and mayo. It's like a whole running plot. That's why I got so betrayed. Trevor.
3: That's why I got it betrayed, because Alfredo didn't like my taste in food. <laughs> and so that's why when I got smited, I said French fries and mayonnaise for and then, it, and then <laughs> smited me and because like, I can't I couldn't let him go on with that sentence. <laughs>
1: That was one of my favorite parts of Block Island. Whenever someone got voted off, they would literally get, like, executed in front yeah. of us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I liked Matt's exit the best. He's just like...
1: Anyway. Anyway!
2: <laughs> I went in
0: knowing if I were to get voted out, what my thing would be. Uh, yeah. It's like, I, I was so excited to get into it. Like, day one, I was... Yeah. I, I think
1: it's going to be such a fun show to watch. Especially, like, as being in the first season, it's like you pretty much know what happens throughout Mm -hmm. the whole thing. And so like watching it was still really cool and seeing how everything was edited together and what happened with like the people you weren't necessarily talking to all the time. But like seeing a whole new group of people come in and do it is going to be so much fun. Also, like the whole meltdown aspect too is going to be like a completely different Mm -hmm. vibe to the show.
2: Yeah. Which is very fun. Yeah, definitely threw some, some twists in there. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been so excited for something I've been in to come out yeah it's lot like of time i'm like happy with what we made and i'm like yeah and i'm but i don't need to watch it that quickly yeah because it's like i just lived it but it's so much of this i didn't live <laughs> it's true I, I dreaded hardcore mini golf coming out i was like <laughs> yeah, episode definitely. like two or three oh, whatever man. i am
0: in and, and we're doing with chris like that'll be fun but like i was like i don't want it i don't want it no thanks i don't know how they're gonna edit that shit <laughs> this is <are just> bad <laughs>
2: I don't think either of us enjoyed that last episode.
0: Man, it was wild. <laughs> Plus, like, I, think I enjoyed it. it. What, uh, uh, <laughs> I know Eric and Michael did. <laughs> and <top>. yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you did. Uh, I, that was actually, like, a nice bro moment for you and me, Gab, because I think yeah. after the fact, you texted me, and you are very real and candid, and you're like, <laughs> I don't like how that went for you. And I was like, <laughs> thanks, man. It's, it's very sweet.
1: You should watch if you haven't yet. I haven't. You should check out Hardcore Mini Golf.
3: Hardcore Mini Golf.
1: Just watch the last episode.
3: Just just last one? No context? Yeah. It's
0: like me at my most athletic and me at my least athletic. (laughs) All in one show. It's incredible. Also,
1: you're dressed as Hulk Hogan.
2: No, Macho Man, Ray Savage. Macho
1: Man, sorry. Different, wrong character.
2: I think it's in the first episode, I'm dressed as some golf turf. I'm I'm dressed as like the ground. And I lie down on the ground and Fiona plays her ball off. Basically, my penis, <laughs> and she just clubbed the tip of my penis. <gasps> the very first thing I did on that show, I was like,
3: oh, what a start. Yep. I you back, I'll like... just wear a ghillie suit.
2: Oh, Ooh, that'd be a fun. And one. I'll just,
3: I won't even play the game. I'll just hide the entire time.
0: <laughs> that's actually my, really clever. I mean, Michael's character had just like, he was like the white counter-strike, counter-terrorist look. Oh, okay. With like the mask and everything. His golf club had a scope. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric just kicked the ball.
1: You are like, a 70s... She what, was just Eric. What was, Eric. like, the character?
4: I was just having a good time.
0: <laughs> well, like, I mean, not to... It's been years, so uh-huh. whatever. At that point, the pandemic was hitting. We didn't know what the fuck was going on, so we had someone else in mind, so then they couldn't come, so then we're like, Eric, yeah. get in here. And we're like, what do you want to be for your... Co- co-? Like, yeah, just well,
4: Eric. I just told Eric, like, you know, like, real, like... St- Sleazy '70s thing. She went. I got. Don't worry. I got it. I got yeah. it. And, yeah. and dressed me as that, and it was like great. Just kick the ball, which was a real problem for all the producers on the show that I was kicking the ball. There's gonna be stroke penalties. This isn't real. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be okay. Nothing matters. <laughs> Going yeah, back to fun.
0: good to Block Island. My favorite thing that Trevor did is when he wants you to shut up, he'll say tut tut. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: that's that's new. That's not that does not happen. Trevor's good <laughs> because
2: obviously he has to like make and plan almost everything. And host it, but also keep everyone in line without being stern. And he's yeah. able to like host and like slap people down and tell them to shut up in a really funny way where yeah. everyone just laughs. Well, I, it you, must be the most exhausting for him of all people, I think. Yeah.
1: It was, I mean, he does such a phenomenal job with Block Island in terms of like, you know, developing the show and then actually hosting it. But it's not just hosting it, you also have to pay attention to all the story beats. <clears throat> So that you could ask people the right questions or like say the right things in moments to get the right drama
2: out of people. Yeah, and when he's even when he's not hosting, he's like camming. He's invisible, flying around and yeah. stuff. He's and
1: stuff. also cam-opping. So yeah, he, yeah, he had a, I think a stream deck this season, but he didn't last time. So he'd have to like tab out of things and move things around cool. off screens to get to different things.
2: I, I, I honestly started seeing him as the his little Minecraft guy because it was just so real. Like sometime like one time he was. Introing a challenge or something, and he just like slipped and fell <laughs> off. And you and just say like, and then you are God like, oh, damn! And it's like he <laughs> actually like fell off the stage. It's
0: just so real. I don't know what, like, little Lexi and Fuya look like but I know exactly what their Minecraft skins are <laughs> yeah. and I would like that's how I associate <laughs> I mean, with them. I
1: still see Joe as Pikachu. The shitty
3: Pikachu Dude, the it shitty was Pikachu. the worst thing when I was wearing the helmet. <laughs> yeah like when you guys were talking about when we were filming first season they were like you look fucking like you look scary you in the I was like what are you talking about? It's just the and eyes then I, like I, yeah and then finally I saw like the like the mm-hmm. first episode come out and it's like all you see is the little pupil. <laughs> and then I would tilt my head back and it's like hello. <laughs> yeah. Why what made you pick that? Like do um, you have a history with that Skin. no no it was uh I started you know I joined a Hunter and then my first skin that I ever like I guess debuted as was the buff uh buff syndicaquil in Gmod oh. so I was like you know I'm gonna continue with these shitty Pokemon skins and then I found the worst Pikachu that you could possibly imagine on a Minecraft skin I just That's chose so it.
1: great I, cu- I honestly like after filming for a week with that show I couldn't picture people not as those Minecraft skins yeah. for a very long time
0: well it's cool too because like I mean Jack Michael Gavin all have history with minecraft and you already
2: kind of you've we've seen these skins you guys you've all been a use creeper forever you're normal yeah. ones right for the show i've been, I've been the the creeper for tw- uh, 10 years yeah but at some point when we moved over to the pc the skin got a little bit messed up i think it was like after maybe we did a you dead you dead and we got a little bit zombified and then the gave me my real skin back, but I've got like black stripes on the back of my arms. Oh. I've got like racing stripes. Could you not change it? <laughs> I'm sure I could. It just, it happened about five years ago and I've just never done anything about it.
0: They I'm... have a thick Gosh. model and a thin model. And then if you switched it to the thin model, that would go away. And we told you that and you're like, ah, I don't care.
2: <laughs> yeah. Cut not be
1: This episode of the Rashid Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. If you've got a small business, inflation isn't doing any favors right now. It's harder than ever to stay profitable, If you're looking for a way to cut costs, mailing and shipping is a great place to start. Simply use Stamps.com to mail and ship and get access to exclusive discounts at great rates on shipping from USPS and UPS. It's an easy way to keep more money in your pocket. Stamps.com has really made the world of mailing easier than ever, so I can get back to the fun stuff I want to do. I've been talking about them forever, but they really are that good. No matter what business you're in, Stamps.com can help you save on shipping. Whether you're an office sending invoices, an Etsy shop sending your products, or a warehouse shipping out truckloads of orders, Stamps.com is the mailing and shipping solution for you. Sell from multiple stores? No problem. Stamps.com seamlessly works with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and more. All you need is your regular computer and printer, no special supplies or equipment. You'll be up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. Start mailing and shipping with Stamps.com and keep more money in your pocket every day. Sign up with the promo code ROOSTER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. So just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code ROOSTER. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Helix Mattress. When was the last time you wanted to go to a mattress store? I think for me it was, mm, never. Now think about the last time you had a really great night's sleep. Has it been a while, perhaps? Maybe that old lumpy mattress is the problem. If you're looking for something new, check out Helix. Everybody is unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains, and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Our friend Gus took the Helix quiz and got lined up with the perfect sleep set that he won't stop talking about. And you know Gus, he loves to talk. Gus has been getting the best night's sleep thanks to Helix. He says it's super comfy and has just the right amount of firmness that he needs. The quiz is fast and easy and lucky for him, there were no wrong answers, which is great for Gus, who is really bad at taking tests typically. Uh, And don't tell him I told you that. So if you're looking for a mattress, Take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't even ever have to go to a mattress store ever again. Just go to helixsleep.com rooster, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try out 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans for a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you at helixsleep.com rooster. Thank you, Helix, and good night. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Policy Genius. If someone relies on you financially, a child, a parent, or even a business partner, Life insurance gives you peace of mind that they have a financial cushion if something happens to you. Typically, life insurance gets more expensive as you age, so it's smart to get a policy sooner rather than later. And now with Policy Genius, it's easier than ever to find the right policy for you. Policy Genius is your one-stop shop to find the perfect insurance you need at the right price. Click the link in the description or head to policygenius.com/rooster to get started. In minutes, you could compare personalized quotes from top companies to find your lowest price. And you could save 50% off or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. The license agents at Policy Genius are on hand through the entire process to help you understand your options and make decisions with confidence. The Policy Genius team works for you, not the insurance companies. Policy Genius doesn't add on extra fees and it doesn't sell your info to third parties. It just helps you find the right policy for you if you're ready to look. Head to policygenius.com rooster to get your free life insurance quote and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com rooster. Go there now and see how Policy Genius has helped over 30 million people find the right policy for them. That's policygenius.com rooster.
0: What is, what is Jack's character? He has a helmet. He's the, the trials guy.
1: Trials, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, okay.
1: The, the, the motorcycle video game?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I that. thought he was Doom guy, but like shitty Doom guy. Nice shitty Troska. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I heard that uh, Fuya has a duck skin.
0: It's your the, skin
1: with, but with like a hat and a like boots or something like that, or some yeah. shorts or something. And this is
0: you can watch the trailer because the trailer's out or the yeah. teaser. I mean, just a Minecraft. Game. But yeah, it's 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 you. But in camouflage, <laughs> and she would do, like, military-like <laughs> like, things early yeah. on. I don't... Yeah,
1: I love Fouyash. I'm so excited to see her in the show. She's a little goblin. She's a little goblin. Yeah, she, I love like,
0: her. In the, with Minecraft, it's so emotive. Like, you can move your little character, and you can look look around, and she would just be, like, walking by you, and she'd go... <laughs> <laughs> and she'd, like, punch you, and you'd be like, the fuck is wrong with this person? I love her. Person? I love her
1: so much. But, yeah, Trevor... Uh, <laughs> the tut tut thing he was telling tut me about that. He was like, he's like I had to you know tell people to kind of listen up and I would just be like tut tut
3: <laughs> what, what did he say to us I think he was always just like alright you blockheads you could call blockheads, you blackheads yeah. Yeah.
1: we were also pretty well behaved I think most of the time
3: yeah I think we were also all of us were a little lost yeah.
0: oh, <laughs> Michael was in our production so I think you can kind of grasp how <laughs> under control we were <laughs>
3: nah everyone's super
0: well behaved
2: <laughs> it's good times I
1: can't wait to see that it. Like Comes out in
2: what September? Mm-hmm.
1: I feel a little bad that we kind of spoiled some of season one, but
2: how did you have so?
1: I I said who's like our final four were.
2: Oh, it's I before mean, it came out.
1: No, just right now. Oh, before it came out.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, like, we Jessica did talk sp- about it on
3: the panel too, so it's like yeah. I mean, Jessica also said who won like a month ago.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> that's
3: I just true. <laughs> wait. Was that a spoiler? Like she said it ahead of time? No,
1: like.
2: For that season,
1: our season that had already been out, but there's still some oh. people who are watching or like maybe want to <clears> get first when this season comes out and watch both.
2: I,
3: you
1: should still watch the first season if you know things about it.
3: There's a lot of context in the first season that you're missing that we've talked about today. So yeah, I just
0: after so RTX happened three weeks ago, and that's like our one opportunity where we get to see like all of Funhouse and all of our friends from like across the states and stuff. And I love working with Patrick Brown from Funhouse. He's fucking hilarious. But my goal for Block Island was to not be Patrick, because he had, like, the worst arc of any person in, in Minecraft, well, so Block Island.
1: I kind of, yeah. We I mean, he got a little screwed over with, like, <laughs> but he was, the team swap-ups and who he was placed with and he stuff he like that. so
0: bad. It was really funny. But Patrick
3: is a very funny guy.
1: <laughs> I kept calling him Johnny Bravo, because he had, like, a black t-shirt <laughs> and jeans and, like, yellow
0: hair. uh
3: yeah, every like time I saw my door. Huh, but he had like really beady eyes too on him. And neck. a mustache. Yeah, it's like really small, like <laughs> yeah. tiny pupils. He's so funny. Yeah.
1: All those fun house peeps are. Charlotte absolutely killed it on our season.
3: Charlotte was our saving grace in terms of comedic relief and oh, humor. Oh, yeah. So, so great.
0: What else do we have going on? What are, What other productions are down in the pipeline?
1: We have Red Dragon Inn coming out next right. right now.
0: Episode three is on its way.
1: This week, I think
0: two's out already. One that was two. another fun one.
1: Yeah, I realized uh very quickly that the character I did in Hardcore Mini Golf was like a little chimney sweep, like mm-hmm. Cockney accent chimney sweep. And then for Red Dragon, and I'm playing like a little child Cockney accent as well. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got one, I got one, and done. Son of
2: chimney sweep. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a lot on this, right? Isn't it? <laughs>
0: How's the accuracy? It's very good. Oh, good.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I ripped my pants probably four times on Red Dragon Inn. Uh, oh, you ripped your see, real pants? Hey. You, the pants that Erica gave me, are they're like, it's literally two burlap sacks sewn together with thread, and uh, because I'm playing like the bouncer character, I'm carrying people out or escorting people out when they get out in the game. And I, it just, I just kept fucking ripping my pants. And I, it's like, rip, have
3: you ripped your pants? Um, I actually just recently ripped my pants. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw. <laughs> yeah. Was so it, uh, sure. in content. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I guess I could say it. Um, it's a. It's my first show that I'm, like, producing. Nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I ripped my fucking pants. <laughs> and what what made it worse is then other people continued to rip my pants more. <laughs> and then I ripped my own pants more. Was it in the more. front or the back? It it, uh, <clears throat> it was literally right in the crotch area. Ugh. Like, literally right there. And then uh, it got was in worse. An, it was in an area where I was surprised that people were delving in and ripping it. Yeah, Oh, yeah, God. Yes, ah. yes. And... Uh, you know, you'll have to wait for that. But I mean, that's a little that's a little teaser for that. But hey, it makes me feel better. It makes you feel better because yeah. I didn't even know I ripped my pants until that happened. And well, then it just progressively <gasps> got worse. How I many...
1: saw you that day that you ripped your pants. I just yes. realized.
3: Yes, you did. Yeah.
1: You were walking around here, I think.
3: And then I found an extra pair of pants in my car and I changed the parking lot because I was like, I am not going back to this. You the have office spare office. pants in your car. I didn't know I did. I don't know where they came from, but I know they were mine. Well,
1: just in case, uh, one of our stages here has a ton of wardrobe if you ever need something to get yourself out of a pickle. Yeah, it's also yeah.
0: called Chris's second closet.
3: <laughs> well, Michael Michael offered to give me a pair of random sweatpants he found in his car, and I was like, I think I'll take my random pants over your pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: What's the worst item of clothing to borrow from someone? Other than underwear.
3: Oh.
0: Socks isn't great. Socks. Socks is pretty bad. Yeah. Bull gag?
1: <laughs> that's pretty personal, yeah. yeah. I don't lend mine to anybody. <laughs> Just for me, baby.
0: Ripping your pants is awful because, like, I I was very aware when it happened. Because sometimes you'll get a noise, but most of the time it's the rush of, like, cold breeze that hits your dick and balls. And you're like, that's, that's not... Like, I either... Shit, my pants cut something and now shot a bunch of blood into my underwear. <laughs> or I ripped my pants.
2: Oh, so. It's very, very Although different scenario. Yeah. <laughs> here it's surely different because it's so hot here. You just get a rush of heat.
1: Well, it, no, it was like because oh
2: yeah. you're sweating.
0: Oh, okay. So your your pants are bundling all that up and then w- that air so just it's the air against the moisture. Whoa.
2: Yeah.
1: Man, having a penis. What's that like?
2: Doingy, Floppy. Doing. <laughs> John
1: ripped his pants Uh we, we were trying to do something we saw on TikTok, as we should never do because we're all in our 30s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was like a physical challenge. Uh-huh. I think we'll probably put the video out pretty soon. Um, but he's wearing like jean shorts and he does it. And then he just goes, I ripped my pants. <laughs> and he turns around and there's this entire scene that's just like ripped all along his ass.
2: You've was... always got to be careful showing people that because how do you know you haven't ripped boxes too? It'd be pretty hard to rip boxers, though. I mean, let's be honest. Fabric?
1: Yeah.
0: No, I do it all the time. They naturally rip themselves. Without... Yeah, well, if
3: you've had them for a while, sure. Yeah. I. Uh...
1: <laughs> it's, 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 it's supposed to be stretchy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
3: I mean, if the fabrics weren't out, sure. But, like, you know, you talk about on a regular basis. People aren't just ripping their boxers in half.
1: Yeah, put in chat if you yeah. ever ripped your boxers. Yeah, well, I'm curious. Let us
3: know if you're showing home. or any underwear. Yeah. <laughs> well, some aren't elastic. Some are more rigid, aren't they? Like the yeah,
2: old, yeah, Like short true. style. Yeah. I had oh, this phase more
1: boxers rather than boxer briefs. Yeah. It was probably
2: it was like
0: pre-pandemic, probably like 2016, 2017, where I just stopped wearing underwear and I just started to just going commando in sweatpants. No, just like
2: in just jeans? in general,
0: like it was summer and I was just like, I'm just not gonna wear underwear. And and I'm glad that that didn't happen when I was in my pants ripping phase. I'm glad (laughs) that those two didn't overlap. Hmm, That was such a shock. But then I started switching. Man, my underwear experience is weird because it was it was a (laughs) girlfriend that I had in college.
1: Is that the title of this? My underwear experience. She
0: she called me out because I had just been wearing like boxer briefs, but they're like really loose and baggy, almost boxers. And she at one point like we had just hung out, and she was like, "You look like you're wearing an adult diaper." And then that, from the, that oh, point on, I was very, like... just had, like, like,
2: like, a big floppy gusset.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, my ass, like, hung out and was all baggy and just looked You just needed awful. to fill it
3: out a little bit more, though. That's all it is. That's... It you you I did have flat squats, ass. Yeah.
0: You know? uh, but then I started switching to, like, athletic wear underwear, and that's all I
2: wear now is boxers. It's just, like, really, like, just... They're,
3: they're cozy, though. Yeah. They're very comfy.
2: They're breathable. It's good. I don't rip a lot of stuff. I remember um, when we were on... We were doing the AH Live Tour... At some point during the night, I was stood next to Iffy on stage, and it was like the first time I was on stage with him, and I didn't know what he was going to do. And he just, in the middle of speaking, just ripped his shirt off, and this I like way?
3: <laughs> he just like just tore just it kept, off. He just kept ripping his shirt. Yeah, that was he, his thing.
2: But he was like completely backlit, and it just like ripped off, and I saw all this like particles come off. It was like a, I guess a combination of like tiny fabric and sweat it just came off as a mist and i was right next to him and i just went <gasps> and i just inhaled it all <laughs> and i was like wow there are really two types of people in the world it's the person who's like buff and amazing physique and the guy who inhales his dust yeah. <laughs> i was like those are the two people
3: yeah. i was just like <clears throat> what's it- the worst oh go ahead oh,
0: no, i know i if he's one of those dudes where I, I look up to him, I respect him a lot. I'm always questioning my friendship with him because like I feel like he's too cool for me. I saw him at RTX and I went up and he and Fiona were doing like photos with some people. And I came up and to lowered my mask because I was, I was wearing a hat because I was just trying to walk around the floor. And I was like, hi, Ify. He didn't say anything. He just picked me up and carried me around and just swung me around. I've he's never so smelled, strong. I've never felt more small. Yeah. He just was just
3: like, I was a rag doll. That man he, laid me out during age life. Hell yeah. He accidentally kneed me in my in my <laughs> sternum, like in my sternum uh, legs, and I just got the wind knocked out of me, but he kneed me really hard, and then he picked me up and slammed me down on the I'm couch. I'm going to guess I this was I the got, wrestling scene. Yeah, yeah, I think I have that in slow-mo. From yeah, my phone. You do, yeah, yeah, you do. It was oh. uh, it was accidental. He, like I turned around when he was going for a fake knee on Fiona. Fiona left, and then he just clocked me right into my chest. And then I was literally like ragdoll and he was carrying me <laughs> over his shoulder and just out me you down. You get
1: backstage he, and you're like, <gasps> <gasps> yeah.
3: and I was, I was hosting it. So it's like, when I was trying to cast it, I was, I was like, <gasps> I was like <laughs> yeah, <wind
2: it. laughs> yeah, he's lifted me up a, a few times too. And then at that AH live tour, I tried to lift him up very heavy, man. I, I got him, I think, like an inch off the ground. Yeah. Like, I could see his oh, that's impressive. doing like
3: this. And I was like, <coughs> <Yeah. laughs> just like, lifting him yeah, person. Like I couldn't there he's he? I mean, yeah. he's just pure muscle. Yeah. Right? like It's impressive.
1: He is a very impressive person. Mm. He's in Red Dragon in as well. And he, I think, is, like, the barbarian character.
0: It's also That's like insane. he's he's fucking massive, he's huge and like the he, nicest
1: person in the world. Yeah,
0: though. and he was also walking around like no shirt and we're between takes and that could last like an hour or two and he's still just hanging out like with just a loincloth like on his phone. <laughs> he's the most bozzy, <laughs> body positive like he didn't give a fuck. And it's just, <laughs> just like it's so cool. If he's if he's so cool.
1: Yeah, he's great. I wish he was in Austin more often. Yeah. I wish everyone was in Austin more often. Yeah. Let's just have RTX all year round. Let's do it. Bummed to miss you there, Gavin.
2: Yeah, it was at a wedding. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. How was that? It was good. Family wedding. Um, When I was told the date, <laughs> I was like, that is unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's one of those things that are just impossible to move.
2: Yeah. It's probably the one thing that I wouldn't go to RTX for. It's like, like a family blood relative event. Yep. That yeah. You just can't miss.
1: Oh, we missed you.
0: Did you, was there any, like, do you ever experience, like, culture shock going either way? Is it, like, still weird coming back from there, or do you, like, forget things and then miss them when you go over
2: there? Yeah. I think I end up just feeling, like, a foreigner in both places. <laughs> oh, wow. oh. Like, yeah. I don't belong
3: in either. Jesus. kind of sad. Yeah, that's really yeah. sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin has no home.
1: He's no home. He's a nomad. He's, He's a home. nomad, yeah. What do you, like, because <clears throat> we've lived here now quite a long time, you and I, uh, yep. in Austin, in the States in general. So, like, do you consider this home now or, like...
2: Yeah. This is the only yeah. place I've had... I've owned a home. Yeah. Let's get cats. But it's... Too. Yeah, it's weird going back. And uh, when, you, when you've when you been away from somewhere for a long time, you kind of assume that it's the same when you go back, like, you see the people. It's like, yeah, but everyone's so different and nobody's around anymore. And, like, I don't recognize any of the people on TV. Yeah. It's weird.
1: It's like a whole new world. Yeah. I, s- I had a really weird experience this past week and I was looking at Instagram and I follow some people I went to high school with on Instagram and I'm going through people's stories and there was like a wedding that was going on of like someone I went to high school with, her sister was getting married, but a bunch of people from my high school are still all friends and so like a bunch of them were there <clears throat> and it was like stories of the wedding and like all these things that were happening and then like the dance floor part of the night where everyone's dancing and filming and I'm like, I've never seen the people I went to high school with who are now in their thirties, being like, like white girl dancing? I've never seen that before. I've just like experienced like high schoolers dancing, but mm. now everyone's like with <laughs> kids or married and stuff like that. I'm like, this is so weird to see like my high school friends grown up dancing at a wedding, and it's like celebrate good <laughs> times. Come, I don't know, It's strange.
3: Yeah, Getting uncanny. Old. I never really see high school friends anymore. Mm hmm. I mean, I didn't really have that many in high school to begin with but like mm. i don't even really see, even see half of them anymore or like what they're doing in their lives it just feels weird when you do see them and it's like oh my god you're a completely different person yeah from the last time i left like well they have like a 10 year old or something. yeah exactly
0: <laughs> do you ever oh, experience yeah. a thing where you reconnect with like your best friends and then you just you're hanging out and you're like we have nothing in common anymore <laughs> like, i think i
2: have never had that i have one friend i can not see for like six years and yeah. i just go and sit down with him in a pub or like go to the driving range or do something we used to do and it's, it's like exactly the same. Oh, that's nice. That is yeah. really nice. I envy that. I have one of those.
1: I also think it's important. I think a lot of people think like <clears throat> if you're friends with someone, you should be friends with them forever, but people change and like people grow apart. Like I have um, a friend I recently caught up with who used to be best friends with this other girl and this other girl got into some conspiracy theory kind of things and like some (laughs) some views that not a lot of us maybe agree with and like Uh they completely drifted apart and she's like she's just a different person now I'm like yeah people change people like start thinking in different ways and get exposed to different types of
2: do you think you could still be friends with that person though or would it be difficult
1: it would be difficult yeah just because it's like there's some things that are just very morally important I think to some of us that this person doesn't agree with
0: also just not sharing a lot of common ground yeah like not a lot of mutual interests that you could talk about if they're
1: like personally I think everyone should have like human basic human rights and stuff like that and if like there's things that they don't agree with it's like that's hard to be friends with old yeah
2: I do have friends where just politics doesn't come up though, and you can like I know that they disagree but it's I can still be friends with them just because I've known them so long yeah
1: I mean there's some people I'm not gonna specify who but there's some people in my life who are at the opposite end of the political spectrum than I am, mm. but it just we know not to ever bring it up.
0: That's that's the silent agreement with my family. And anytime it's come up, it's like it's not good. And uh, you're uh, me yelling at you and arguing with you isn't going to change your mind any more than them yelling at me and arguing with me is going to change my mind. So it's just like you just don't really talk about it. Yeah, it's a question for a room because we all have partners do you guys have a best friend or is your partner considered your best friend?
1: Trevor's my best friend, mm. for sure.
3: I think my partner is my best friend as well. Yeah, I would agree. You know? It's
2: like stuff I would share that I wouldn't share with like anyone else. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like it's a really personal question and we're asking it in front of like thousands of people. But yeah, I, I, it's something I deeply worry about. It's like, am I a loser for my girlfriend being my best friend? Not do really. I have not mm-hmm. have enough friends? I think
3: but, that's a good sign. It's yeah. a sign of trust and, you know. Comfortability. You know, <laughs> <laughs> comfortability. And I think that you don't really find that With a lot of people. Mm -hmm.
2: It's different. It's a different friendship To Like I would say outside of my relationship, Jeff is probably my best friend. Mm. And it's like a completely different friendship.
1: All right. Well, I'm sitting right here.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's a hard question for me to answer because realistically, I don't think I've had really any friends for like, Four or five years before coming here. Is it and because I,
1: you like finished school and then kind of were like? Well, doing yeah, your own well, thing? I think
3: for me it was I dropped out of high school when I was like fifteen. Oh wow! apart from people, was doing adult things as a kid, trying to figure that out. I know, and, you then, know. Uh, you didn't know that. and then yeah, so like I didn't really get the high school experience. So I didn't really have a lot of friends. But I was also like a a black sheep, like an outlier for a lot of things. Interesting. Were so, you like
2: too smart for school that you had to
3: leave? <laughs> i wish i was i was actually i was smart though it was it was kind of sad i i got offered basically a full ride to a good college in colorado uh if i had completed high school with a certain gpa and a certain standard but then i had to drop out so then i was like i could have gone the full ride but honestly i wouldn't really change it i i don't know i i think that New series (laughs) goes
1: back to high school.
3: (laughs) Hell yeah. It's hard to look back on stuff you missed out
2: on and be like, I wish I could go back and do that. Because it's like but you wouldn't end up the same person.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like I wouldn't change who I am today for anything. You
2: also learn a lot by missing out on things or having
3: to like deal with things differently and Yeah. Figure it out. I felt way way weird with people like in my age range. Uh, when I was younger, I always felt like I just didn't click with them. Like and you felt always... like you were
1: more mature or? I don't
3: I don't think it was like viewing myself as more mature, but it's like always like the older people I clicked with more because I had more in common with them in yeah. my younger life than I did. Were with you the bet it, who better at Halo really than more. all of them? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I only played Halo a select a few amount of times because I never owned an Xbox. Uh,
1: I know Gavin was better at Halo than most people.
3: Right?
2: Yeah. I mean, most people in my tiny town <laughs> 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 until uh, Xbox Live became a thing. <laughs> Oh, God. And I wasn't very good at all.
1: Then you realize, yeah, how shitty you are. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't think it's lame to have your best friend be your significant other at all. Hmm. I think, yeah, again, I think that's like a sign of closeness and like,
2: I don't know. I
1: I don't know who would be my best friend otherwise, though.
2: Hey, I'm right here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I've thought about that, too. Like, I've gone through. It's weird because I think I've fallen into this groove where Kristen's obviously my best friend. But I think like the other friends that I have are friends for specific things. Not that it's like they're I I see friends as utilitarian. A friend to help only. you move. <laughs> no, no, it, like, I'm seen as that friend for other other people. <laughs> but like like. Eric would probably be, like, my, you know, baseball working out buddy. I think, you know, you would be one of my movie buddies. Matrix or just, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Very niche. <laughs> We're not very good friends, are we? Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Just Matrix.
0: Like, you know, like, Barbara, we have mutual interests. Chris would be a, a friend for spurt certain, like, things, you know? like.
1: Well, it's like, d- depending on, I, I see what you're saying. It's like, depending on the activity that you're partaking in, you would invite certain friends for certain things. Yeah. Like... If I'm going swimming or something, there's like a, a group of people who I would typically want to go swimming with or seeing a movie. There's like a people who I would invite for that or game night or whatever mm-hmm. it is, yeah. like board game friends.
0: I, I'm i so excited because it's like, it's like planning a sleepover, but Prey is coming out on August 5th. This is not sponsored by Prey. It's a prequel to Predator. Predator is my favorite movie and I have successfully not gotten Kristen to look into it or gotten Kristen to not look into it. So she doesn't know what it is, but mm-hmm. she also likes predator and we're going to watch it and we're going to get home slice pizza and it's just going to be like the fucking best night this Friday. And I'm so, so I'm so excited. It's
3: good. I keep hearing
0: about it. Home, slice? You have home slice? Yeah, I haven't had it yet. I was literally going to ask like, how's, how's your, how's, how's being in Austin? I
1: think I know what you two I, are, are friends now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah
3: we're <laughs> we're home slice <laughs> friends. Home <yeah. Yeah. laughs> Um friends. Yeah. I love it here. Yeah. It feels more like home here than, Colorado was, like, ha- how it felt, even though I was there for, like, 18 years. Oh, wow. Jeez, I had uh, no idea. I, I, Dude, Joe, I know nothing about you. I, I know, because well, so we, don't, we don't really get to see each other no. right? Yeah. out, because... And you guys weren't on Block Island too. And we weren't on Block Island again, <sighs> you know? You chose the wrong season to be on <laughs> um, But, no, I love it here. Um, I'm blown away at how easily you've slipped into the middle of it,
2: uh, especially Achievement and You've slotted in as a complete freak. Like, everyone's yeah, a freak, and yeah. you're just able to just, like
3: splat you know immediately I'll do anything and everything I don't don't care I
1: think the the, one of the times I was in the Achievement Hunter office recently I was in a conference room and I just see these inflatable baby legs walk by and Joe opens the door and he's like in this giant inflatable baby costume and I'm like yeah we did a
3: VR video and uh they call me Baby Hands, and the B- the VR game was called Baby Hands. Yep. So <laughs>
0: I saw someone in the comments say something about, oh, yeah, so Baby Hands, huh? And I, I looked at your hands and was like, what are they talking about? Yeah. Like-
3: well, Alfredo made that joke that my hands were really small when I first joined uh, Achievement Hunter. Well, before, I think I was just guessing mm. in the office. And off frame, me and him, like, put hands together mm-hmm. and he was like wow they're so they're so tiny and then it just stuck with me ever your since your hands
1: seem normal size yeah and me. then i
3: went to rtx people are like do you really have baby hands and that's so all. i had a bunch of people at rtx put up their hands to <laughs> mine and they're like they're actually big they're, they're they're not baby hands i was like what, what did you think i'm just like a six foot tall man with hands that are this small <laughs> <Big>. like, <laughs> i know
1: one person like that yeah. anyway <laughs>
2: uh
1: moving on
3: <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't think i knew you were from colorado yeah yeah came from denver uh, it was... I just went there. It, it was rough. It was a rough move. It was a fast move.
1: And that uh, was also right around Block Island, too. Not to bring it up oh, again, but I think uh, you were the, moving, like,
3: the, the week the that we filmed Block Island, like, we finished filming on Friday. I then had to pack away my computer, everything, and then uh, leave the next morning at 5 a.m.
0: Whoa, you were remote for Block Island? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I mean, I, mean, I guess we, did work. we had people Pretty too, much but.
1: everyone was remote. I think there was, like, a few people who <coughs> got set up in studio who yeah. didn't have, like, mm-hmm. what they needed at home, but... Yeah, that's another great part of Block Island is it could all be remote.
0: Did did you have, like, what was the drive like from Denver? I imagine you got, like, a U-Haul and all that It was so easy.
3: No, so I I did pods, so I had pods move all my stuff for me. What sucked was we had had drove two hours out from my house uh, towards Texas, and pods calls me and goes, you guys did not put a lock on the pod. Uh, And... I was, uh, uh, or uh, you didn't lock the lock. And I was like, I, I'm pretty sure I did. No, it's unlocked and I can't move the pod until it's locked. The thing is, I forgot to leave my keys there oh my for God, my mom who was at the house. Mm. And so I had to drive back two hours. Oh, oh my God. So those four hours extra added to our trip. You didn't like, think that like, was a sign
2: that you just shouldn't
3: move? <laughs> and, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, so I got there. Locked it up and then we drove. It was a really easy drive though. That's good. Um, I drove the entire way, like really no brakes, just gas, food, and just going. And we got to Texas. I was like, Oh my god, that was a really fast drive.
0: You didn't stop it uh, to sleep at slip no, over no,
3: we just did it straight. So what, I was up what, what, at five in the morning, and then we didn't get to Texas till two in the morning.
1: Oh god, so it was about
3: twenty one hours total. Yeah. You know? Jesus. Well, I guess <laughs> what, with right. that you
1: had the extra two hour drive back. Yeah. Is that <laughs> accounting <laughs> account for it? It accounted
3: for it. It did. It wasn't bad though. I actually really enjoyed it. It was a nice, peaceful drive because yeah. Texas is so flat Yeah. that it just like you don't have to no be on hills. your toes as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just I go and if I see a cop, I can just slow down right away because there's yeah. no hills, nothing. <laughs> do you nice. use
1: cruise control when you drive long distances? Oh yeah, oh,
3: you yeah. Do? I was going like 95, 100 the entire way. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> I was flying, but Jesus, how thing, much of it were you asleep? <laughs> hell, oh, you know, about half. If I was, if I had a Tesla, it would probably be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one thing that was rough on the drive was there's so many little towns on the way to Austin mm-hmm. from Texas. So like every 30 miles, there'd be like a small town. So the speed limit drops from like 80 to, tw- to 25. Yeah. yeah. When you're going you to get those the, little the city.
0: one red light in the yep, middle of town. Yep.
3: So we kept hitting those. So it's like, I'm going fast, slowing down, going fast, slowing down. So I think that's what kept me awake, though, is just knowing that. I don't even really understand why the highways go through all that.
2: Yeah, like why aren't they just to the side of everything? Never so you just, understood that.
3: You yeah. had to
0: dip, dip through Oklahoma and shit, right? Yeah, we
3: like the little tiny little part of Oklahoma. Yeah,
1: it's like the difference between a highway and a freeway, right? Like a highway, I think <clears throat> sometimes could have like traffic lights and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. a freeway, I think, is just like a nonstop mm-hmm. thing, yep. which is what I'm more accustomed to from Canada. I'm yeah. not used to highways having like tra- traffic lights and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. I feel like in England, the motorway is always just something you have to go to first. You're never like in a city with one going through. Like I, I used to live in a place in Austin where you open the front door. And there's just literally the highway. You could see it above <laughs> all the houses. It's like, Wah! it's like this right here in front of everyone. It's yeah. so loud. The
1: crazy part too is like, especially some areas, it's like a gas station or like a restaurant will be just off. The road like off the side mm. not off an exit but just there and it's like merging onto that highway it's terrifying, it's terrifying. <laughs> you gotta I, hope that there's a red light close by that you can get on
0: <laughs> before i moved i used to live in an apartment complex that was downtown but it was right on 35 to the point where i had like a kind of a corner-ish unit and i could hear the highway just throughout the day day and night you could just hear it and i didn't realize how big of an effect that like like auditory noise and all that, all that just like constantly like digging at my, at my like sanity, mm-hmm. how much of an impact it has until I moved to a quiet neighborhood. Uh, Kayla sent me this video and it was about like the importance of uh, noise pollution and, and like how it impacts your mental health and shit like that. And it is, it's really bad for you, dude. Like oh. it's super bad for you. Mm. Like uh, people get more aggressive. They have a harder time, like focusing I just remember like the worst weeks of me living in Austin downtown, where uh, they they have these things where it's like uh, it's a bunch of bikers come in from all over the place. (coughs) Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's just a big bike rally. I'm like, I don't give a shit about motorcycles, but when there's like literally several thousand bikers in downtown and they're all going, you just like you want to kill someone.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then they have their dogs with them going. Yeah, the uh, uh, I'm sure you guys heard about it. It was a few months ago at this point, but the uh, trucker convoy that happened in Ottawa in Canada. Oh yeah, um, I have family that lives downtown, Ottawa, and uh-huh. that went on for I think three and a half weeks.
0: Did they just stop traffic in and out? Or it was, was it, just...
1: it. It was just um, I don't know how many thousands of trucks were just inundating the city and just completely parked downtown, constantly honking, constantly making noise, constantly on. Um, it was like a protest to the mask mandate, even Mm. though like (coughs) 94% of the people who attended this convoy were vaccinated. And like, I, they were, I don't know why they're trying to be like America
0: Uh for Mm. some reason. I don't know what it,
1: what the point of it was. I mean,
0: Ted Cruz went up there to support them. So that tells you all you need to know, I guess.
1: Um, our favorite person um but yeah, it was just like it was literally driving people insane and because it was like almost a month straight of just constant like big big trucks yeah. like like 18 wheelers
3: yeah that's what happened when uh, when I moved because I bought I bought a house in Colorado be- right before I moved here mm. And I bought a brand new house there. And so I moved there three months before I moved to Austin. Um, But we had moved from a house that was like really old. I think it was like a a 1950s house in like downtown Denver. Um, That the wall, there's like no noise insulation, nothing. People like pop, pop off like mortar fireworks every day. Like it's just so loud there. And then we moved to this one where it's like double insulated. There's like, uh, we live like, it's like, close to an airport, so, mm-hmm. um, like, planes would fly over and you wouldn't even hear them in the wow. new house. And so, like, at night, I, like, I almost got, like, anxious because there was no noise, and it was so quiet. I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like, something feels wrong. Yeah. So you're just there setting off mortars in the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was the one, I was come? the one then going out and, like, banging on trash cans. So I'm <laughs> like, yeah, this is more like home now. But I think it, it, it is a true, like, it affects your mental health because I didn't realize how mad I felt, like... At the other house until I moved to the like peace and quiet. Yeah, it's fucking
0: wild. Even just like walking my dog, I feel like dog walks get more peaceful now when we're in this quiet neighborhood, as opposed to like like we're just like blo- we're a block or two away from Sixth Street and you just be like booming stereos and stuff like that. But yeah. wait, when did you buy your first house? How old uh, were you?
3: Twenty four. Good God, dude.
0: Hell yeah, I got lucky.
3: I really did get lucky, right? Because bef- before I was streaming, and streaming was pretty successful for me, I got very lucky with you know the support I was receiving. Because, mm-hmm. like, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be buying a house. But I got, I mean, I got lucky. I also bought when the market wasn't super terrible, yeah, in Colorado. So, like, the house is already a
1: lot of skyrocketed
3: up. from what I contracted it at. So nice, it's, yeah.
1: Well, what nice. do they say? It's like success is when luck meets preparation, and so yeah. it's like. You also should give yourself credit for the work you put into what you do and stuff like that. So it's like saying I got lucky. It's like no, yeah, but no. you also worked hard.
3: No, yeah. the stars, the stars aligned. <laughs> the stars, I was just there. Yeah. I, just <laughs> I, just up. Laying, I was just laying in the grass and then like <laughs> ripping my like, pants. Boom, like the convergence happened and everything fell into place.
1: Yeah, exactly. They just blessed you. Here's the house. <laughs> yeah, here's
3: the house. <laughs> I think before before
2: I die, I would like to try and make the leaf blower illegal. Just the the gas powered leaf blower, like
1: like permanently illegal or just at certain times of the day?
2: All the time. Okay. What is the goddamn point? So where, you're just moving dirt from one area to where another. Where I live now. It's like every Monday, this apartment complex has people come and blow the leaves out into the street. They blow them across the road. Literally, the next day. It's either them or a completely different team blowing them all back. And it's just like a really slow war of dead leaves going back and forth this massive road. And we're just, I'm just listening to it.
1: Why don't they make <laughs> a leaf vacuum at this point?
2: You yeah, know, like an electric one that's not actually like spewing pap all over the place. Right. I just really hate them. Hmm. I don't and there's a lot you. better things I could be working on with my life. But I think that's a great one. Yeah. So shove the leaf blower up everyone's ass. <laughs>
1: I, I would love to see you accomplish that. How could we as a team here at Rooster Teeth make the leaf blower illegal?
0: Or like at least pass a standard for like a minimum decibel, you know, to yeah. where it's like, it. yeah, Cause I, I can get behind even this. Because
2: some loud noises are like, well, it's pretty cool though. But there's nothing cool about <laughs> for 35 minutes at a time. Yeah. Every single morning. Just not cool.
1: No, dude. I used to, uh, when I lived in Montreal, I lived downtown Montreal and I, there was something like kind of nice about like general city bustling sounds, Mm -hmm. like hearing like never too loud, but like sirens in the background and like cars driving and like things passing by. I don't know. It felt like kind of cozy in a way.
0: I had a pretty well-insulated... I used to live in a co-op in college and it was by a fire station and I would hear the truck go off every now and then, but, like, it was a different level of noise than my previous place I was complaining about. Yeah. I I get what you're saying. It's, like, the ambience, you know? It's, like, kind of nice and relaxing at the point.
1: Makes you feel, like, yeah, less alone. One of my
0: favorite memories was uh, in regards to a leaf blower. It was at an apartment complex. It was on 18th and Lavaca. And this guy was, like... It was, like... 9 or 10 p.m. Like sun had set like an hour or two uh, before. And I just heard this like lawnmower kick into gear. <clears throat> and I like look out my window and there's this dude in like pitch black mowing this like strip of grass that was by this convenience store that I lived by. Mm-hmm. And I like rolled up my window and I was like, is this really happening? And then I hear this guy like a couple of units away was just like, hi the fuck you doing? And they just start screaming at this guy who's mowing this lawn and they were just shouting at each other. It was <laughs> the funniest thing. It's fucking 10 p.m. at night! And he's like, I'm almost done! And he's like, do it to fucking tomorrow." <laughs> it's like so a cool.
1: scene out of a like a sitcom.
0: I When I went to New York, uh, there was someone who was like, blasting their stereo and making a bunch of noise at the Airbnb I was staying at. And I was like, I might as well, you know, like, went in Rome and I rolled up my window like, shut the fuck up! Did they? I I don't think they did. But there was like there was like safety Rome? safety and anonymity. I'm one of like thousands of these you know units, yeah. so, and I just scream at this person. I feel like
1: New York is like the city you could do that,
2: and it's mm-hmm. like
1: no one's like what the hell's with that guy.
2: Yeah, man, yelling it's just screaming at someone. You have a great yell though. I feel like if, I, if I'm trying Thank to get you. animated and scream at strangers, not that I'm ever doing that, it'd be like, hey! <laughs> it's never like... <laughs> yeah, the voice like, crack. Never, yeah. It's never a solid yell.
1: I still remember there was that episode of the RT podcast we did years ago where people were making a bunch of noise in the kitchen. <laughs>
2: yeah. And,
1: like, we had we filmed the podcast the same day or at the same time every single Monday. People know what's going on. And I think it was when Bernie uh, was still here and he just got so pissed and he moved the microphone away and he just went,
4: hey! <laughs> Shut the hell up in there! Hey,
1: we're building a podcast. And it was just like the funniest, but also the scariest thing.
2: <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if he's actually
1: mad. <laughs>
2: he's it's because it. whether he's mad or pretending, he still goes bright red with the veins. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: we did that egg Jeopardy thing, Rest and I was peace. watching a clip. It was me like falling onto a bunch of eggs, <laughs> and I just go, "Fuck!" And then I, and then I, and then I say. There's fucking eggs everywhere. And I watched it and I was like, this looks like it reminded me so much of Bernie. And it kind of warmed my heart a little bit. I was Aww. like, oh, it's like a Bernie. It was my Bernie moment. Because he used to do that. He had this like rage where he'd be like, his voice would be kind of shaky. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sounds mental. You.
2: <laughs> yeah, I always I always loved it when I could get him to like sit up or lean forward in a podcast. Like if he like closes his laptop, or he's to- like, listen <laughs> about the airport construction.
1: Yeah.
0: A classic.
1: We love that silent rage. Yeah, that egg Jeopardy. It's
3: weird, dude. <laughs>
1: fucking nasty as shit, y'all. The
3: episode that Blaine was in was v- vastly different from the one that we filmed. They
1: were, I mean, it's some of I think the funniest content we've ever put out. Um, it's just the most unhinged thing I've ever seen. But people eating raw eggs can't. I can't watch that. Mm. That's my limit. I think they
3: fucking sucked. <laughs> what does it taste like? Does it taste like egg? <laughs> you know the you know the smell of raw eggs. Yeah, that's exactly. It's so weird. It's exactly what it tastes like. Like mm. it's just like this. It almost smells like it. Like it tastes like, like, like spit that's been sitting. Oh I yeah, don't know. S- I, don't, I, don't I know exactly what you're. That spit smell. Yep. that's what eggs taste like. Did
0: anybody yeah. else watch Rocky and then decided to drink raw eggs after they saw that?
3: Nope. Nope. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I don't. I don't have a problem with raw eggs, but like, apparently the raw the eggs that we had were like slightly expired. Oh, yeah. They'd been sitting under studio lights for, like, a whole day. So they tasted a little off, especially the hard-boiled ones
2: because
3: there was a point where I was just shoving them in my mouth and biting them. Yeah. Uh, Well, it was, like, egg roulette. So Uh it was, like, you know, Kayla kept getting the raw ones. (laughs) And then me and Fredo kept getting the hard-boiled ones. But, like, we had an egg cracker, and I wouldn't even let Trevor grab the egg cracker. As soon as he came up to me, I grabbed the egg and I put it in my mouth <laughs> and, a oh. bit and, a half and I bit in half, and just started eating it, eggshell and all. Oh lord!
1: Fucking hell, dude!
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just
2: everything about an egg is—you just got to get it right. Like the shell is gross; it's gross, raw. There are even cooked versions of egg that just suck.
1: Yeah, there's a very particular type of egg that's like, okay, I could eat this now, and it's actually like appetizing, and I want it and then a very small sliver where it becomes
2: uh, gag-worthy. Yeah, Mm. sometimes you get, like, hotel eggs, like the big bat, and and it's been there, like, under a hot plate all morning, and you open it, and all the the egg sweat comes down the lid, and it's just, Mm. like, pulls up.
1: Yeah, and it's (sighs) clearly, like, the powdered eggs, too. They're, like, (laughs) tiny little clumpus of it.
0: Dude, my, like this. my high school used to make amazing powdered eggs and toast and I was just oh. like that was like my post football practice meal and it was they weird you should not
3: go together amazing powdered eggs <laughs> yeah so good dude it was it was wild it's an
2: oxymoron. Was <laughs> so what is they make an egg and grind it up what is it yeah
3: so what they do is they freeze dry an egg okay and they roll yeah and then they crush into a powder like what you were doing earlier crush into <laughs> a powder and then I love snort that. it put it into the can. That's where you get powdered eggs. That's not how you get powdered eggs. I just. I, <laughs> was that, oh, wow. I have no idea how. I actually have no idea how powdered eggs I are think made. Might I be believed them. you all the way up to the are end of are it. They, they, I want to say, I wanna you're say close. that they're actually like freeze dried or something, right?
2: And then like it. ground. It's oh. probably the same thing as Eric. like powdered
3: milk where you just.
2: You What's a powdered
1: egg, Eric? Also, I just looked at the wide shot and I was like, what is... what angle are we? What camera is filming us there? Little one.
2: Right is there. that on wide?
4: Oh, well, I mean, it's the jib, but uh, a powdered egg is a fully dehydrated egg. So just oh, imagine taking an egg liquid. and then dehydrating it. And then oh, okay. uh, you make it wet and feed it to it's Blaine after he plays football. It's we amazing.
0: When we were shooting Egg Game, I was sitting over there and something really awkward had happened. But it was that's like all the day of filming was, was just a bunch of series of weird, awkward things. <laughs> and Michael looks at me and is like, do you think someone's going to lose their job because of this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Jeez. laughs> Blaine, it. it was nice working with you. Uh,
3: I heard the cleanup was not fun for the crew that had it. This, I felt so bad for the cleanup crew. This whole room reeked. It smelled so bad of old spit. Of old spit and eggs. Yeah, it was bad. I'm
2: not gonna be able to hold it in. I need to take
3: a piss.
1: Go back. Go pee. All
3: right, we'll just wait. We'll, we won't talk about anything See, until you get back. This is why I like the oh. RT podcast. Off topic, you have the mic, so sometimes you got to make sure you know you, turn you turned off. it off, or else someone's gonna hear you pee. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hold nice on. I, I sound don't sound I want sound. Blaine to miss this conversation. Let's just sit. Well, let's just sit here in silence.
1: Yeah, that'll that'll make Blaine for great co- yeah. podcast content. Yeah,
3: should All we right. just start counting? Start now.
1: Well, he shouldn't have gotten up and shut up, the Eric.
3: Bathroom, we're, you we're going. We started already.
1: Sit here. We'll use this time to say one nice thing about Blaine each.
2: Okay. If I could switch lives with anyone at Rooster Teeth, it would be Blaine.
1: Really? Wow, that's like a huge compliment. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we will have to dive into that later. Uh,
2: I think he said the same about me once, but I think I would swap back.
1: Blaine is one of the most talented writer, director, actor, etc creative people I've ever met.
3: Okay. if uh, if I could have anyone break a watermelon with their thighs over my head, it would be Blaine. Whoa, that's a, a big compliment.
2: I had a whole interview on a SBI that just
3: turned into like how much I like Blaine. Really? <laughs> Oh my god, i will be in probably. <laughs> See, I, I like, I, I, love Blaine, but I just haven't had really much time with him. Like, out, well, when like, you
1: guys go get home slice. Oh
3: yeah, when we get home slice, you could fine. bond. We'll, we'll, we'll have a bromind. A nice. broment. Yeah, broment. Have we hung out
2: out of work? Once. Laser tag. Laser tag. <gasps> that was fun. You went to my birthday. I went to your <laughs> birthday.
1: That's still, to to this day, is like one of my favorite. It was so much fun.
3: Mike Blaine was there, right? No, my favorite moment. (laughs) I think he he couldn't couldn't go. Yeah, I think I invited him. Oh, uh, my favorite moment is when me and Gavin were sitting in a. I found Gavin sitting in a corner, cowering. We were playing the zombie (laughs) mode, and then and then I was like, I was like, what are you doing, Gavin? He's like, they're everywhere. And I was like, I was like, can I come sit by you? And so we were just sitting in this corner, chatting it up on the ground. And then someone they eventually people find us like this, yeah. And I think Alyssa ran around the corner
2: as as a zombie I was like. (laughs)
1: we We should do that again yeah but we shouldn't invite Eric because Eric's too good at laser tag you're I I didn't know this about Eric he's fucking
2: dominating
1: at laser tag
2: I'm just a good shot how many times have you been to what laser tag to blazer tag just to any laser tag
4: I've only played laser tag probably like three or four times I'm so, here's the thing. Are you just good at, good with guns? Uh, yeah, and it kind of sucks to say, because it's not cool to be good with
0: guns. <laughs> oh, look at that <laughs> fucking I'm, guy. He's I'm cool a, with guns.
4: I'm a good shot. I'm just a good shot. Uh, that, it's Since I was, like, a kid, we would go out to, like, the desert and, like, shoot clay pigeons and stuff. And I've always just been a good shot with, like, a 22 with a shotgun. But that's the thing. like, Damn. And then you play laser tag, and you're like, this is fun. I'm good at this. But you can't, like telling people, yeah, I'm pretty good with a gun, kind of fucking sucks, (laughs) so you can't really say that. At least you're in the right state for it. Yeah, bummer.
0: (laughs) I I'm I'm assuming you guys are talking about the laser tag place you went to. I think I mentioned this, but they have this briefing room where they're telling you how to play laser tag as if you don't fucking know. And it's the same movie that they've been playing for years.
1: Oh, we could tell. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. I mean, did I
1: talk about this on the podcast? Yeah, hard? I think
0: we talked about it after my birthday. Okay, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a giant vibrator. There's like a subwoofer under. Your yeah, balls. the, the <laughs> yeah. subwoofer under the seat and
1: shaking you.
2: Yeah, we should do that again, and we should do boat again. Yeah. Oh yeah. And boat. People we were supposed to
1: me? do boat for my birthday, What's but. Boat? Like, just go out on a... Oh, go on a boat. Rent a boat and just, yeah, like, go out poncine. on the lake.
2: Like for Eric's birthday. It's fucking yeah.
0: great. Mm-hmm. And have you tried those Bud Light sodas? The Woo. seltzers? No. They
1: come with every boat you rent.
0: They're like Coca-Cola. <laughs> they have, like, Cherry Coke, Coke, Sprite, and orange soda yeah. Bud Lights. What? And they will fuck your world up because they taste exactly like what they're trying to mimic, but it's alcohol. Oh,
2: damn. It's very I'll dangerous. bring you into work.
0: You can get drunk. It's okay.
2: Would you... Would you I'll put prefer- it on a little bit. <laughs> If there was a product that you were, you invented that was invented where you could just drink normal soft drinks, mm-hmm. but right before that, you just took a pill that gave you alcohol over like a four hour period and you would just get drunk, but you did through drinking you, whatever you want.
1: I think that's just called an edible.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say that's but it was like slow release alcohol. Yeah, I think that's just
1: called an edible. Yeah, slow release.
3: All right, this product may already exist. Yeah, okay. but no, Look,
1: I, I get what you're saying. You, but
3: you just take the same uh, uh, concept as powdered eggs, but you make powdered vodka. Powdered vodka. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And then you pop and then you, one yeah, every yeah, half then, hour. You, then you get a little pill crusher, pill maker. Please pop dry and d- the vodka. Yeah,
1: yeah. Grind Put them out. in a buffet at a hotel.
0: I just realized why I've been needing to piss so much. My girlfriend bought <laughs> this for me. It is the.
1: It's a, how is that? How what's it's, the it's volume on that? Ounce, I think it's no?
0: sixty-four ounce.
1: It
3: looks bigger than that. I'm pretty sure it's the hundred twenty-eights. No,
2: I have no. Blaine idea. is holding
1: a giant yeti. for 60,
2: 64 hours. ounce. Oh. How many cups is that?
3: Uh, that's eight <laughs> cups.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a cup is eight ounces. Is it? Yeah. So it's eight eight, eight cups. It's eight cups. How yeah. many cups in a gallon?
3: Uh, a gallon's what? One twenty-eight. So then that's a sixteen. Right? Isn't that 128? I think it's it's 64, right? Or I is think it's 64? 16
1: yeah. cups. Yeah. What? I, th- I think I know why you're doing this.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Anyways, there's a lot of water in there. Yeah. It's it's I get it. I, I wonder, like, I was showing it to Eric and I was explaining like why do they put when they're doing like organ transplants, why do they put hearts in like a box filled with styrofoam and ice? Like, why wouldn't they use something like this?
1: Do they do that?
0: Yeah, yeah, like, when you're doing an organ transplant, they, they, they give it to you in, like a, like, a baby little foam or, like, igloo cooler. You're saying that they should have reusable heart boxes or, like, heart yeah. flasks? Yeah, like, this, they if this were to get in a car to... accident, it would survive. The heart inside would be totally fine. I
2: imagine... I the heart would slam into the side <laughs> of it. <laughs> but this, what's the styrofoam? It's just gonna, like... But it's so big. There's, like, so much cushionage.
3: Yeah. The styrofoam would also absorb the shock better than that metal.
2: What would you rather be hit in the head with, a hot styrofoam box or that? I'd rather be in one of these than a styrofoam box. If I were you, just rattle around like you're in a
0: can. You can you can insulate it.
1: I think you're talking about mostly the insulation that comes with that kind of thing versus styrofoam, right? Is that
0: or it's it's a combination of the the temperature protection, but also like this thing's ballproof. If
1: I had to guess, it's probably because they have disposable things they use for stuff like that because there's probably something about contamination with things that they don't want to use a reusable thing that they would just launch. Although I mean they use plenty of stuff that's like knives and shit for surgery that yeah. they reuse on other people, so yeah. You I think know. they ever
3: use a steak knife for surgery?
1: A steak, steak knife? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah.
3: yeah. I'm sure I someone so.
2: stabbed someone in the throat with a steak knife to get something out. <clears throat> get a bit of steak out.
3: Yeah. It's a prize piece the adam's apple. <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: the most delicious it's part the of the most body. Delicious
3: cut. It's like the filet mignon of humans.
1: <laughs> Shall we test that theory? That would be.
0: What's the most you've ever spent on a meal? Ooh.
1: How much is Felt a like Adam's apple? Mm.
0: For, for just like like <sighs> you and a date. I think I I think I dropped like three or four hundred at a steakhouse, not too I would, long ago. I now.
3: would say like three to four hundred as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. That seemed like a lot. That seemed like if my twenty year old self found out about that, he'd be fucking angry.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's like
0: a PlayStation.
3: Well, not in today's climate, you know. It's true. About half a PlayStation. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> delicious half a PlayStation. <laughs> I still don't
2: have a PS5. I would say
0: like three to four hundred. You gotta stray. Woo! Stray's a good game. Anybody play Stray?
2: Nobody? No, tre- I haven't played it yet.
1: Trevor and I have been playing. um God, I keep forgetting the name of this game. Poo game. It's a poo. What? <laughs> poo poo game. It's a game where you. Pl- it's like um It's a co-op game, and you're two little bundles of string, and you're attached by one big string,
2: and that it's like unravelled. Oh. Unravelled. <coughs>
1: unravelled. Unravelled. I guess is the name. Unravelled two. I think is the one we're playing. It's fun because we had a, such a great time playing uh, It Takes Two mm. that we wanted to find another game like that to play. And Unraveled 2 is very fun. Yeah. I, I love puzzle games where you have to like figure out mechanics and stuff like that together.
0: I was I had, My girlfriend, I do this all the time. I was reevaluating the games that we played early on when we first started dating because that's how we dated. And our first game that we kind of technically met in was In Silence.
1: Oh, God. Where it's
0: that giant horror monster that can oh, hear yeah. things. And that's how that's how my my, my girlfriend
1: didn't hey, we were you we played that once where we were trying to be as loud as possible right
0: <clears throat> I think we tried to race the perimeter to see who would survive
1: oh it was like first to die or something like that
3: something along those lines but we were just like hi hi have you guys ever played uh, Escape the Iowaki no what is that mm-hmm. it's like that where the monster can hear your uh, your voice, your mic, but it's like a really scary horror version of Michael Jackson.
1: Mm.
3: Um, and it's actually fucking terrifying because he like crawls around on all 4 <laughs> you
1: You're drinking that like a baby's He crawls bottle. around on all
3: fours, but then when he's like hunting you, he goes, hee hee. Ooh. But it's like really creepy. I don't know. Yeah,
1: no, that sounds like it it would
0: be. I've seen (laughs) modded versions of like Half Life, where where it's like one of the doctors and it's like, "Hello, Mr. Freeman." Like, there's so many weird mods on the internet Mm that you
2: can do that shit with. Meg and I recently played. Yesterday, we played battle chess. Battle chess? Yeah, like an MS DOS game from the '90s where the pieces have like little shitty fights, (laughs) and like the rook turns into like a big stone monster. it's just chess.
1: Then you're free to check,
2: <laughs> check the, the king.
1: No, no Ron, you can't.
2: <laughs> Why didn't he jump off that thing? I think about that all the time. Like, just stand on it, and as it hits, just jump off then.
1: Right.
4: What is it? He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs>
3: He's going like to sacrifice like himself. I love <laughs> that fucking TikTok. It's so good.
2: I love that scene.
1: <laughs> well, maybe we should wrap it early. Mm. What do we think early. about that? Yeah, what the think. Uh, Let's do it. To, oh, hang on, wait. Oh, what? What do we need to?
4: Hey, go to uh, rtxevent.com and you can buy tickets to see off, uh, off-topic <laughs> live in New York. Oh yeah, I'll see, rtx this is done. Saturday. It's three weeks ago. Blame. Sh- shut up. This. Go to rtxevent.com. Buy tickets. Uh, uh, who's going? Uh, Michael, Alfredo, Kai, BK. All live in New York City. New York City. New York
1: City. July 30th. Tickets on sale now. Oh, we
4: have a thing. That's great. Recreo is going to be there too. That'll be great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, what? Yeah. what
2: oh, one's God. happening after
4: that? I, I think that's think, the I last think one. Yeah, know, I think we're done. <laughs> yeah. Mike said there's more, but we'll but we'll wait <laughs> and see. Yeah, there's <laughs> no more. We'll wait and see.
1: That's the last one of the tour. <laughs> yup. Well, thanks for for watching and listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Tune in on July 27th
4: for a very special Switchfork stream. 1 p.m. Central Time here and on Twitch, I think, and on YouTube probably. So your Face Jam? Yeah, yeah, we're releasing the Switchfork. We'll go live at 1, and then I think at <coughs> 1.10 is when we're releasing the Switchfork.
0: Can you give me one of those? I can try. Please They're do. They're going to sell out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I
2: want one because I'm I an employee. Can, I can try. Right, oh, can you. I employ... Have one? Can what does that mean? He's getting one because he's an employee, but I am as well. <laughs> can we both get one? Hey, yeah,
1: Eric, I don't need one. I'm right, thanks, Barbara, I can I take forks. barbs? Yeah, yeah, you get the great. Yeah, yeah, but he also
0: needs it. another one, so we need four. Yeah. Right. Did you get a baseball? We need forks.
4: Yeah. Was it signed? Uh I don't remember. Signed. I think I I think I put it back in for it so someone else could get it. Because I felt uh, bad. Because yeah. there weren't enough. Whoa. There's not a baseballs. Mm. Well,
1: baseballs. also one more thing before we go. I know we talk about it on a lot of podcasts, but please check out Tales from the Stinky Dragon. It's, oh, our, yeah. it's our D&D podcast, and we're really proud of it, and we really love making it. And we'd be so appreciative if you could check out the first episode um, or any of the episodes and see if you like it. But, yeah, it would mean a lot to us.
0: Yep. It's a good show.
1: We love it. And um, SBI And, and Survive Block Island Season 1 is out now. Season 2 comes out September 16th. Uh, for first members. So stay tuned for those. We love you. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.